night. Allison Mack goes to prison early. Jeff Bridges has some good news. And Chris Pratt has a Mario. All that and more on the comic book edition of Multiverse tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 144 of Multiverse Tonight, the comic book edition. I'm, of course, uh, your host, Thomas Townley. And, uh, well, not much to talk about at the beginning of the show here, although I have having some thoughts about uh, recombining the sci-fi edition and the comic book edition into one singular podcast again. You know, the, the, the thought has occurred to me, you know, I've noticed the kind of trend in my, and how, and how, uh, the show has been viewed. So I'm either thinking of that or I'm thinking of changing, changing how it's released. So, um, given, I'm um, giving that some thought, but if I do anything like that, I probably won't do, do anything until say episode 150, you know, you always, you always save big things like that for, you know, Major milestones, don't you? Well, other than that, uh, I don't have much to start the show with, so let's go on to the DC Comics news. And uh, we start DC Comics news with Smallville actor uh, Alison Mack, who was was starting her prison sentence early. Now, Mack was given a three-year sentence after she pled guilty to one count of racketeering and one count of racketeering conspiracy for her part in the Nexium sex cult. Mack was a high-ranking member of the cult and was accused of literally branding some of the victims. Uh, Mack was supposed to begin serving her sentence on September 29th, but reported to federal prison in Dublin, California on the 20th. After serving her sentence, she'll have three years of supervised release. Batman Unburied, the Spotify series, has cast comedian Hassan Minaj uh, as the Riddler. Now, this take on Batman was written by David S. Goyer. And in other casting news, Lance Roddick will be Thomas Wayne in the podcast. Batman's mom, Martha Wayne, will be played by Tux Ogandoya. Geek culture fixture Ashley Birch will play Vicky Vale. And John Rice davies will bring Dr. Hunter to life. Here's the series description, quote... When audiences meet Bruce Wayne, he is a forensic pathologist working in the bowels of Gotham Hospital and tasked with examining the victims of the Harvester, a gruesome serial killer preying on Gotham citizens. Not only will the superhero be forced to face his own mental demons, but he will have to overcome them in order to save the citizens of Gotham as his alter ego, Batman. Unquote. Now, uh, speaking of Batman, DC Comics has announced Shadows of the Bat, a 12-week event that will, quote, in shelves of the bat, out of the ashes of Arkham Asylum, Arkham Tower rises in Gotham City, but the tower soon falls to the inmates, and Batman's allies are drawn back into the madness at the heart of Gotham, and the plans of the mysterious Dr. Ware. The backup stories, meanwhile, will explore Arth- Arkham's got dark history, unquote. 
The event will start in November's Detective Comics 2021 annual. The series will be written by Marco Tamaki from Detective Comics Future State Dark Nut Dark Detective with a rotating art array of artists including Ivan Reese and Danny Miki, uh, Max Rayner, uh, um, Amanche Nalafon, and Jordi Belair. Now, it will feature backup stories written by Matthew Rosen- Rosenberg and with art by Fernando Blanca. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom has added some new cast members. Jani Zhao, uh, Indea Moore, and Vince Regan have joined the, the sequel. Zhao is playing a new character called Stingray. Uh, Moore will be playing Kershawn, a character that was originally created, or a, a Green Lantern villain, who first appeared in 1963's Green Lantern number 24, who was originally a shark that, after being hit with radiation, gained intelligence and telepathic powers. And Regan will play Atlant ruler, of ancient ruler of Atlantis, that causes the city to be sh- sunk into the ocean. The movie is due in theaters on December 16th, 2022. Now let's go to the Marvel news. Marvel will be bringing back Ben Riley, the clone of Peter Parker, for a special look at his time as Spider-Man, and believed, and when he believed himself to be the real Peter Parker. Ben Riley, Spider-Man, will be written by J.M. DeMattis, whose previous credits include Craven's Last Hunt and Spider-Man: The Lost Years. With and he'll uh, have artist David Baldian uh, doing the art. According to the plot summary, quote. Murderers are piling up in New York City, and they may all be connected. At the same time, a mysterious figure from Ben's past returns, and the Ravencroft Institute for the Criminally Insane may hold the key to their identity, unquote. Now, Ben Riley's Spider-Man will hit store, uh, stores in January. Jeff Bridges has some good news. His lymphoma is in remission. The actor who played Obadiah Stane in the first Iron Man movie wrote on his blog, quote, my cancer is in remission. The 9 by 12 mass has shrunk down to the size of marble. My COVID is in the rearview mirror. COVID kicked my ass pretty good, but I'm doubly vaccinated and feeling much better now. I heard that the vaccine can help folks with long haulers. Maybe that's the cause of my quick improvement, unquote. Here's hoping he gets and stays healthy. China might never see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The Chinese have banned the movie due to the China, due to China pushing back against Western influence and star Simu Liu's character, uh, criticism about China, which he left as a child in the mid-90s. Even though the movie has been greeted warmly by Asian audiences in other countries, now Marvel Studios have tried, has tried to reach out to the Chinese government to assure them that the film respects Chinese culture, but so far have been given the cold shoulder. Marvel's Hit Monkey, the next Marvel animated show for Hulu, has released a first look and release date. In a preview given to Entertainment Weekly, the show is uh, the show is a darkly comedic series with quote follows a Japanese snowmaka whose clan meets a stranded human, Bryce, played by Jason Stakus, and nurses him back to health. But when Bryce hit butts, bits the dust, bites the dust, it's up to the titular simian, guided by Bryce's ghost to follow in his agent his assassin footsteps and seek vengeance, unquote. Now, the series was going to be a part of a shared set of shows with Modoc, Tigran Dazzler, and Howard the Duck, which would have joined altogether to become the Offenders, but everything but Hitmonkey and Modoc were dropped. Marvel's Hitmonkey premieres on Hulu on November 17th. Jonathan Majors, 
revealed to Total Film how he got cast as King the Conqueror for Ant-Man, The Wasp, Quantumania, and Loki. He revealed to them, quote, I was at, I guess after The Last Black Man in San Francisco, I can't say it was that film at all. The Marvel team was their, has their ways. It's very much like getting a role in drama school. They're just watching. You don't audition for roles, you get into drama school, then the dean will watch what you're doing. If they wanted you, you get tabbed. That's what kind of happened. Unquote. Now, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, comes out on February in February of 2023. Marvel is going to battle to keep copyrights to many of their popular characters from the estates of their creators. Lawsuits have been filed to terminate copyright on characters such as Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Falcon, Thor, and others. Uh, the terminations come from the heirs of Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, and, jo- and Jean Colon. The suits seek de- declaratory relief that these blockbuster characters are ineligible for copyright termination as works made for hire. If Marvel loses, Disney would ha- have to share ownership of the characters worth billions. Now, Ditko's estate filed in August. If termination is granted, Marvel would have to give up those rights in June of 2023. Now, the attorney, Mark Toberoff, represented Larry Lieber and the estates of Steve Ditko, Don Heck, Don Rico, and Gene Cologne, uh, issued a statement to Deadline.com reading, At the core of these cases is an anachronistic and highly criticized interpretation of of work made for hire under the 1909 Copyright Act that needs to be rectified. We had tremendous support from the artistic community, the former Register of Copyrights, the former Trademark Commissioner, and all the guilds, WGA, SAG, DGA, Pan America, and 237 artists, including a dozen Pulitzer winners. The Kirby case, which went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, which showed keen interest, at which point Disney settled. At the time, I was asked whether I regretted not writing the legal injustice to creators, which I indeed did. I responded that the, there would be other such cases, unquote. Now, we'll keep an eye out for a decision in this case, and uh, I'll leave a link in the show notes to an article at The Hollywood Reporter which lays out the, uh, ba- the basis and the groundwork for uh, what these cases are about, much better than I ever could. So I'll uh, leave that link out there for you. Guardians of the Galaxy star Dave Bautista took to Instagram next week, last week, sharing the story of an abused puppy. Quote, Attention Tampa Bay, I will personally hand $5,000 cash to the person who gives information linked to the arrest and conviction of the sick piece of bleep responsible for this. In addition, at Humane Society Tampa Bay is also offering $1,500. If you know anything, please contact at Humane Society Tampa Bay or at Safe K9. Unfortunately, no solid leads ever came up, but he did share some good news a couple of days later in a video announcing that he had adopted the dog and named it Penny. This isn't the first time the big-hearted actor and former wrestler has also adopted two abandoned pit bulls from a shelter back in 2019. Now let's go to the geek news. Anthony Mackie will star as John Doe in a live-action Twisted Metal series, now being made by Sony TV and PlayStation Productions. 
The show will be based on the game of the same name, Twisted Metal, which is a high-octane action comedy based on an original take by Deadpool scribes Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick about a motormouthed outsider offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the help of a trigger-happy car thief, he'll face savage marauders, driving vehicles of destruction, and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar ice cream truck. Doe is a smart-ass mailman who talks as fast as he drives. With no memory of his past, he gets a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make his wish of finding community come true, but only if he can survive an onslaught of savage vehicular combat. Now, there's no word on a possible date or even where it could be released. Amy Adams dished up some news about the Enchanted sequel, Disenchanted, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, telling the host, quote, We filmed it in Ireland. Now everyone is back. We also have great additions to the cast. We have Maya Rudolph. She plays the baddie, so we get to have a lot of fun together, unquote. Disenchanted is due on Disney Plus sometime in 2022. FXX and Freeform are now the exclusive home to the back to the Family Guy back catalog of episodes. The series they joined the series Archer, uh, Bob's Burgers, The Cleveland Show, King of the Hill, and The Simpsons, and will be joined by Futurama in November. Chuck Seftler, uh, head of business operations for ABC, Freeform, Fox, FX Networks, and acquisitions in Disney Media and Entertainment Div- Dis- Distributions Networks division, said about the acquisition, "Quote." We are airing the absolute ultimate collection of animated adult comedies on cable television. This lineup is comedy gold that will provide FXX viewers with belly laughs after belly laugh. Unquote. The Night Court sequel, starring Melissa Rauch and John Larroquette, has been picked up by NBC. The series will star the former Big Bang Theory star Melissa Rauch, in the series taking up the role of Judge Abby Stone, daughter of the late Harold T. Stone, uh, John Larroquette will uh, reprise the, his role as the original series lawyer Dan Fielding, and Pamela Fryman will executive produce and direct the pilot episode. Dan Rubin, Melissa Rausch, and Winston Rausch will also executive produce. The show's description reads as follows. Unapologetically optimistic judge Abby Stone, the daughter of the late Harry Stone, follows in her father's footsteps as she provides over the night shift of a Manhattan arraignment court and tries to bring the order order to its crew of oddballs and cynics. Most notably, former night court prosecutor Dan Fielding. No word on if any, unquote, no word on if any other actors from the original might show up. However, it should be noted that both Marky Post and Charles Robinson passed away this past year, and Harry Anderson passed away back in 2018. Activision Blizzard is now being investigated by the United States Security and Exchange Commission over its uh, mentors involving it, how it handled allegations of harassment, workplace discrimination, and other accusations. The SEC is looking to see if the company appropriately disclosed any allegations that if the, if, and if that info should have been shared with the company's investors early, earlier than it was. Now, the company is currently being sued by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. In a release, in a press release, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick said, quote, 
We're deeply committed to making Activision Blizzard one of the best, most inclusive places to work anywhere. There's absolutely no place anywhere in our company for discrimination, harassment, or unequal treatment of any kind, which we, while we continue to work in good faith with regulators to address and resolve past workplace issues, we also continue to move ahead with our own initiatives to ensure that we are the very best place to work. We remain committed to addressing all workplace issues in a forthright and prompt manner. Unquote. Now, uh, that was some unsettling news, wasn't it? Now, in uh, now we move on to something much brighter. In honor of Disney Plus's second anniversary, Disney Plus will have Disney Plus Day on November twelfth. Now, Disney Plus Day will feature content premieres and from all the marquee brands on the service, including the pre- the streaming premiere of Marvel Studios' Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. The beloved Disney fam- family-friendly adventure film Jungle Cruise will be available to all subscribers. The Disney Plus original movie Home Sweet Home Alone, a reimagining of the popular holiday franchise. An all original series of shorts from Disney and from Walt Disney Animation Studios called Olaf Presents, which sees Frozen's beloved snowman retelling several classic Disney tales as only he can. The domestic D- Disney Plus streaming debut of fan favorite shorts from Walt Disney Animation Studios, including Frozen Fever, uh, Oscar winning shorts Fe- Feast and Paper Man, Oscar nominated Mickey Mouse short Get a Horse, and more. An animated short film, Cayo Alberto. Ciao Alberto from Pixar, featuring characters from the from the summer's animated breakout film Lucha, a new short from The Simpsons that pays tribute to Disney Plus's marquee brands, five new episodes from the season two of The World According to Jeff Goldblum from National Geographic, a special celebrating the origins and legacy of Star Wars legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett, a special celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Disney Plus with an exciting look towards the future, and Dope Sick. An original series featuring Michael Keaton, which will be released in international markets, has part of the Star General Entertainment content offering. But the celebration won't stop there, as uh, that's not the only place they're celebrating. In honor of the second anniversary of Disney+, Plus, subscribers will have access to promotions and experiences across the company. Disney parks and resorts around the world and Disney Cruise Line will be rolling out the blue carpet for Disney Plus fans with some surprise and delight moments, including photo opportunities, character moments, and more. ShopDisney.com will have special offers. Uh, popular network shows and syndicated series will join the celebration along with talent and series across ABC, Disney Channel, ESPN, ESPN+, Plus, Freeform, FX, Hulu, National Geographic in the U.S., and on stations abroad. And Disney Plus will also be launching in South Korea and Taiwan on the 12th and in Hong Kong on November 16th. That's a lot of stuff. The original comic, the other comic strip about an orange cat, Heathcliff, is getting its TV and movie rights picked up by Legendary Pictures. The company plans to develop both movie and TV projects. Now, the strip was created by George Gatley in 1973 and ran in thousands of newspapers at its height. It's now being written and drawn by Gately's nephew, Peter Gallagher. Now, Gallagher will act as producer with Steve Waterman, who has served as an executive producer on such family fare as 1999's Stuart Little and the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. As part of the recent Nintendo Direct, a Super Mario Bros. animated movie was announced, as well as its cast. Chris Pratt will be voicing Mario and will be joined by Anna Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Kevin uh, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, 
and Sebastian uh, Maniscalco as Spike. Now, the voice of Mario in the video games, Charles Martinet, has been given a cameo role. The movie will be made jointly by Nintendo and Illumination. Illumination's founder, Crystal Melandri, and Nintendo's Segura Miyamoto, the legendary creator of Mario, will produce the film, and Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelnick, the duo behind Teen Titans Go! and Teen Titans Go! to the movies, are directing, while the Lego Movie 2 and the second part and Minions the Rise of Gru screenwriter Matthew Fogel will be penning the script. In a statement, Melandri said... Mario and Luigi are two of the most popular, uh, two of the most beloved heroes of all of popular culture, and we are honored to have the unique opportunity to work so closely with Shigeru Miyamoto and the widely imagined team at Nintendo to bring these characters to life in an animated movie, unlike any film Illumination has made to date. Unquote. Now, uh, Miyamoto said in a statement, We're collaborating with Chris Melandri and his experienced team to not just create a character-licensed film, but a new piece of entertainment which brings Super Mario Brothers to life on the screen and allows everyone to enjoy whether they or not they know about the game. The production that so far is constructive and going very well, and both parties are learning a lot from each other. We humbly ask that fans wait just a little longer for the premiere, and we hope they look forward to seeing the unique characters from Super Mario Brothers on the big screen. Unquote. Now the movie has been scheduled to come out at Christmas time next year, December twenty first, twenty twenty two. And finally tonight, Filipino comic book inker Jeffrey Hewitt has died after contracting COVID nineteen. Marvel Comics confirmed the news uh, this past Monday morning while sharing some of Hewitt's artwork. Quote, the Marvel family is saddened to learn of the passing of Jeffrey Hewitt. Jeff was a talented inker, bringing some of the most iconic Marvel characters to life in stories including Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, and beyond. Our hearts go out to his family and loved ones. Hewitt inked, issue, unquote, Hewitt inked issues of DC Comics uh, Animal Man and worked on the Keystone Kingstone Bible. His most recognizable work was at Marvel Comics, where his work included the fan-favorite Hulk space epic, Planet Hulk. Unquote. And uh, we send out, you know, our uh, love to uh, his family and the Marvel Comics community. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news for today. Now, uh, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute to the show, check out the show notes, so visit the T Public store, and so much more. Head on over to multiversetonight.com. If you're a subscriber, thank you very much. Uh, be sure to share it with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button and uh, keep up with us. Now, I would love to have some feedback, you know, especially, you know, whether I should condense the show down to one episode or not, uh, be sure to share, you know, let me know, and uh, I'll uh, let you know how I think about that. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in two weeks with a brand new sci-fi and comic book edition. Now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2021, all rights reserved.